morning. <laughs> Do please sit down. Before I start, let's pray. Heavenly Father, this morning, please open our hearts and our minds to your word. Please direct our actions, our will, according to your will. Our words, according to your words. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Amen. So, Pharisee and a tax collector went into the temple one day. Not together, of course, separately, because the tax collector was an outcast, a Jew who preyed upon other Jews, who uh, collaborated with the hated Roman occupier collecting taxes for them. And not just the taxes that were legally due either. He collected a little bit extra on top to put in his own back pocket. Well, the Pharisee was a righteous man. If we, if we remember how Paul described how he'd been when he was a Pharisee, um, a Hebrew of the Hebrews, uh, concerning the righteousness that is in the law, blameless. So really, the very epitome of a righteous man in Jewish society at the time. And the Pharisee, he was a regular worshipper in the temple. He uh, was well known and respected. As he walked through the temple, he greeted his friends, caught up on the news, stopped for a chat, until he reached that point in the temple where he liked to stand and pray, his, his particular spot. And he looked around when he got there, and he saw the tax collector. Oh, my word, he said. Look what the cat dragged in. Well, first order of prayer, thank God I am not like that tax collector over there. And he went on to enumerate one or two other people that he was quite glad he wasn't like. Extortioners, the unjust, adulterers. And he reminded God of the many righteous deeds that he had accomplished. I fast, he said, not just as the law requires, but twice a week. I give tithes, not just as the law requires, I tithe everything that I possess. Meanwhile, the tax collector, standing discreetly to one side, was well aware that he was drawing some very disapproving stares. He kept his eyes down. He didn't dare look up towards heaven. He didn't have any friends to greet. And he didn't have the, the Pharisee's easy, confident approach to God. But he did have one thing on his mind. Oh God, he said, oh God, be merciful to me, a sinner. It's not very much of a prayer, is it? It's a bit short. <laughs> and yet, it says so much. Oh God, be merciful. Straight away. An acknowledgement of God's sovereignty, of his lordship, and a plea for the one thing that the, the tax collector knew he needed, God's mercy. Oh God, be merciful to me, a sinner. A confession that he had not been perfect, that he was a sinner. Regardless of what anyone else might have done or not done, he himself was a sinner and in need of God's mercy. And the whole prayer, short as it is, a, a heartfelt expression of faith, of hope against hope, of trust, that even in his sinful state, having turned his back on his nation, his religion, and his God, he 
could still come to God, humbly beseeching his mercy, and God would listen to him. God would restore him. A broken and a contrite heart, these, O oh God, you will not despise. Did the Pharisee say as much? Do we say as much? The Pharisee thanked God that he was righteous while others were sinners. He reminded God of his righteous deeds, but his prayer held no acknowledgement of God's sovereignty. He confessed no sin and sought no mercy. He acknowledged no need and sought no blessing. He sounded quite self-sufficient. The Pharisee believed that if he did all the right things, ticked all the boxes, he would earn his salvation. God would owe him salvation. The trouble with that idea is that if he doesn't do all the right things, if he fails to tick the boxes, where is his salvation going to come from then? The Pharisee approach doesn't leave room for God's grace, God's love. For all the righteous deeds that the, that the Pharisee did, for all the commandments that he meticulously obeyed, he missed the most important one of all. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Where in the Pharisee's prayer is, is his love for God, earnest desire to be close to his God, to know his God and be known by him? It's almost as if the Pharisee wasn't talking to God at all. He was just talking to himself, reminding himself of how good he was, of how righteous he was. The whole of the tax collector's prayer, short as it is, is a declaration of his love for his God. God, you mean more to me than anything else in my life. God, I want to be close to you again. God, I trust you to have mercy on me. When we come before God in prayer, what is our attitude? Do we come with that attitude of love humbly confessing that we have not been perfect, earnestly desiring to be right with God again, trusting his mercy and seeking his blessing, his participation in our lives? Or do we sometimes come a little bit like, a little bit like the Pharisee, fairly sure that, that we are righteous people. We try to do all the right things. And I'm sure I speak for everyone here when I say that we don't commit murder. We don't steal, we don't tell lies about our neighbors, we don't commit adultery, we don't covet our neighbor's ox. So we feel that we don't really need God's mercy. If we're not perfect, well, there's plenty of other people out there who behave a lot worse than we do and who really do need to consider their position and have a chat with God. Or it might just be that we feel our lives are going quite well at the moment. You know, we've got everything pretty much under control. So we don't really need God's blessing. Better to leave it for those who really do need um, to bend God's ear. We're managing fine on our own. Let's hear the end of the story. In his grace, God gave both men what they asked for. The tax collector went away knowing that God had had mercy on him, had forgiven his sins, 
and given him another chance to be the person that God wanted him to be. And the Pharisee got what he asked for too, which was precisely nothing. Do you think the Pharisee felt aggrieved when he saw the tax collector going away full of peace and joy instead of being burnt to a crisp for daring to bring his unworthy self before God? Do you think he felt that God had let him down somehow when instead of exalting him for his righteousness, God had exalted the sinner instead? The character of the Pharisee in this parable that Jesus told is someone who is confident of their own righteousness, of their, the fact that they don't need God's mercy it's as much as other people do. The character of the tax collector is someone who realizes that nobody needs God's mercy more than he does. We are all sinners. We all fall short. We cannot afford to deprive ourselves of God's mercy, God's blessing. We cannot earn our own salvation. And thank God we don't have to. Salvation is in God's gift and he's willing to give it to us if we ask for it. If we humble ourselves to ask his mercy, to seek his blessing, he will exalt us. Jesus said, everybody who exalts himself will be humbled. He who humbles himself will be exalted. Amen. Do I need, should I pull that back?